Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week we cover business topics to help you grow your full-time business or your side hustle. We'll also bring you interviews from a variety of people winning in their space to share valuable business insights and life lessons. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host John Malecki runs a full-time furniture company and his content site, JohnMalecki.com. We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 95. We are on location in Cleveland, Ohio. John and I are actually recording in the same mic today. Yes. And we are going to talk about consistency. We've been talking with a lot of makers here uh, before this Spring Make event gets started, and a lot of them were also struggling with staying consistent. So we thought that would be a great topic for today, and we're going to hit that. But before we get into the episode, we want to thank this week's sponsor, Woodcraft. Woodcraft is one of the nation's oldest and largest suppliers of quality woodworking tools and supplies. As you guys know who follow Brad and myself, we are super stoked to have Woodcraft on as a year-long sponsor for not only the podcast, but each one of us personally. They have locations in over 70 cities and are giving back to the made-for-profit listeners with free shipping in the continental U.S. um, with the code MADEFORPROFIT at checkout. Um, So if you guys are looking to get that discount, make sure you're using Made for Profit at checkout. Free shipping. by Made for Profit, he means MFP. Yeah. See, the thing is, we're sitting here talking (laughs) spring make. Our spring make code was Made for Profit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. MFP. MFP at checkout for free shipping. Continental U.S. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. We also want to thank our new members that joined the MFP patron tribe this week and last week. We had... uh, Four folks join on. We had Brandon Barnard, John Hall, Silk Tables, and Tanner Dendy. Thank you so much, guys. If you want to support the show and get some awesome rewards, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit. Yeah, man. So super different being in the same room. And, and as we were trying to figure out how we wanted to do this week's recording, um, you know, we both are sticklers for consistency um, and not so much in implementation of consistency as it is with the mindset of being consistent right and like i feel like that that balance is something that a lot of us in any business are constantly struggling with like i know me for instance um just being consistent in like some daily habits and stuff making sure that i'm in the office at a certain time and that you know like i'm checking my emails at a regular time and you guys know i'm a stickler for scheduling and being consistent in that but that that type of stuff can really trickle into um, a lot. And what we see in the maker community as far as content creators go is a lot of struggle with being consistent on a daily basis. Um, and that's whether you're talking about Instagram or YouTube or any of the aspects of owning a business. So so we kind of wanted to vibe on it uh, a little bit just because uh, not only is it something we're, we're dealing with, and, and we were actually debating on taking a break for this week's episode because we haven't taken a break in over a year. That's right. And um, we thought instead of taking a break, why don't we talk about consistency? Yeah, because we see <laughs> the value fit. not only in, you know, what it does for MFP, but but for you guys. Like we under like we've established and, and this is as any content creator, we've established an understanding that on a weekly basis, you know, our listeners are are primed and as you guys are listening when, when you miss one then that's the thing. It gets you out of the rhythm, both as a creator and as a listener. Because when we took a break for, I think, Thanksgiving and, and December, um, we noticed like a drop off 
in listens because uh, again, I think it's like the consistency and it's not even just right. It's the podcast. I think it, the podcast is uh, a good example of just the, that kind of idea. And also in regular life, whether you do that. So, you know, this is not just about content creation by any means. This is you know about the business. So I, I think, you know, John hitting on what, like what you said is that it does start in your business. It does start. Everything starts in your personal life. And the more just, you know, things that you have, daily rituals, daily routines that you do, it helps you apply those in your business, right? Like when I, when I get up, and I'm not huge on on daily routines, um, but I do have a few. And uh, I've started uh, taking some supplements and things. Uh, do you, liquid turmeric? Have, you know, yeah. Are you taking turmeric at all? Not liquid. I just get the pills all over me. Oh, yeah. Taking actual turmeric powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like liquid turmeric is like a, is like a miracle, man. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I just like been taking this stuff. It's just awesome. I'm going to have to get on I've now. grown three inches. Like I'm starting to get my hairs coming back. <laughs> I mean, a lot of my uh, a lot of my Instagram audience knows that I'm a big um, apple cider vinegar guy. So that's yes, like a consistent yes, yes. thing I do on a daily basis. But what I find is interesting is that you can take these personal habits, if you want to call them that. And they carry over into your business life. Yeah. And that if you're able to create like consistent habits within things that are almost second nature to you, whether it's how you have your coffee in the morning or your, you know, your waking, waking up process and you're getting your day started process, that stuff flows over into business. And I think that it's vitally important to success, right? Because a lot of us feel stress and anxiety when the consistency goes away and you start to doing all kinds of stuff in order to get things done. And you're essentially yeah. just go back to being like a checklist monster. And instead of going back to your systems and, you know, being consistent with those, you fall into the trap of, oh my goodness, I have, you know, 35 things that get done today. Am I going to get through them? Well, I feel like for me, consistency is going back to the habits that I know gave me an opportunity to get where I'm at and that are already winning for me, handle those first and then dive into sort of checklists and stuff. And, um, you know, for me, that's every every time I come into the office, you know, Sam's typically there um, as well. And I sit right down on my computer. And the first thing I want to do is offload my emails. And then I go immediately into my YouTube comments. Like those are two things I have on my docket every morning. Yeah. Check my emails, make sure there's no fires, right? Um, and then go into comments and try and keep up because the consistency on that platform is important. But for me mentally, if those start stacking up, you know, as as YouTubers, that's something that's important is to try and respond to your audience. Right. Yeah. But if you start letting that slip and letting that slide, you know, that starts to weigh on you mentally. And it's something as small as just replying to comments. So I get those two things off my docket in the morning and like as small and dumb as it might feel, that consistency is vitally important to my overall like happiness, my mindset and well-being for the day. And. Um, what's, what's interesting is when we have these conversations with like other makers and other individuals who have businesses is that they look at consistency and think it's only in, uh, execution, uh, aspects of things that other people notice. Right. And they're like, Oh, I have to consistently post, or I have to consistently right. be doing this, or I have to consistently create blah, 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 yada, yada. And that's where our conversation for this episode stemmed, but it's 100% not exactly where you need to be thinking well, as far as because that's, that's the output. A lot of times I, I, yeah. and where I think where you're going, right, is that is that once you set consistency of actions, those can turn into tasks, which can turn into output. Yeah. Right. So if you say, hey, I've, I've got like, you know, I go in and check my emails in the morning and I take care of X, Y and Z. 
Um, and I also know that, uh, you know, down the road in the day, I know that I want to post every day at noon or whatever that is. Well, if you've not done the consistent work the day before to get the content so that you can then edit, you know, say, hey, and that's that's one thing that I try to do is like, all right, in the morning, I'm going to edit a little piece of content to put out. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm I'm still I'm pretty bad because I'm <laughs> I'm still hand to mouth. So I'm doing that the day of. I really should be doing it the day before. Um, but doing that and keeping keeping the content in. And that was something that I did really well way back when uh, when I was posting two times a day. I had that in there. I talked about talked about that in the in the Instagram class uh, at WorkbenchCon in that episode is like, you know, if you're posting two times a day, like you've got to be on it. Like on you've got to have the consistency of your processes that will lead to the consistency in the output. And I think that's what a, what a lot of people get behind the eight ball on is they're like just thinking about the output and like, I've got to post two times a day. I've got to be consistent. But then the way that they get that content is so scattershot and scatterbrained mm -hmm. that they're not going backwards. And I fall into that trap. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm in that trap right now. Uh, I'm doing a lot of hand to mouth stuff because um, I just haven't gotten into the groove of, of, getting consistent in the shop and how the days and me and, and Susan, my wife are still trying to figure out exactly how we work together as a team and, you know, you know who's taking the emails and like, same thing, like, right. So when they when you have something that uh, she's not doing them every day, the same way, I'm not doing them every day, the same way we've set up some systems, we just haven't been able to iron out. And so we get come of that, some of that, like literal husband wife zone. <laughs> like, Oh, I thought you had that. I thought you had that. Like, you know, and all of a sudden it's like stacked up and we're like, Oh geez, we got to send out, you know, proposals or, invoices or, or whatever. And so, you know, I, th I think that's the back end of it is that, is that people, when they think about consistency, they're only thinking about the action at the, they're thinking about the output at the mm -hmm. end. Like I want to, I want to do a YouTube video every week. Well, that's great. Yeah. So well, how are you going to do that? Right. And, and I, and I love that the conversation on consistency always starts with output, right? Uh, you know, my goal is to hit, you know, this milestone, um, and if I work that system backwards and do the X, Y, and Z, I can get there. Yeah. I want to well, put out three tables a month. Yeah. Right. Like, okay. So, but what do your processes look like in, are you being consistent with those to get to the output part? And, and that's kind of why we want to have this conversation. Cause that's, what's important. Like, so Brad and I have a really, I would say it's pretty solid system for made for profit. We have the tasks that both of us handle. Um, we outsource, uh, some things and then we internalize some things. But we know each week that the other we're, we're accountable to each other and we know each week that those things are easily managed because of the consistency to the process that both of us put into it. Um, and whether that's artwork or the edit or, you know, just the, the proof of uh, the, the final copy before it gets posted, whatever it might be, you know, we were debating on if we wanted to record while we were here. And then after a one and a half minute conversation, we're like, Okay, you bring this, I'll bring this, we'll have this, these three things handled before we get there and we can sit down and crank out an episode. And it took a lot of the stresses and a lot of the um, worry and concern that would typically be involved with something with, you know, crappy processes or that we're not super consistent. With. Right. And so after you do something like well, this is episode 95 after you do something consistently for so long, for so long <laughs> it becomes second this is nature. like honestly. Like this, the, the the podcast is the most consistent thing in my life. Yeah, which it sounds crazy, but it is because I th I think the other thing with consistency is when you when you involve somebody else, right? So it's so easy to make um, tasks and deadlines and things for yourself, and then just be like, yeah, 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 right? But I know every day at nine, if I'm not on this, or every Tuesday at nine, if I'm not on the Skype. 
that I'm going to be getting a text from John because yeah. John is so much more punctual than I. And he's going to be like, dude, where are you at? And like, he hasn't had to text me that in a very long time. Cause it's like, are you, you know, dead? I'm <laughs> calling your wife. What's going on? Yeah. Well, yeah. The one time, yeah. I, uh, I like turned my alarm off or something. It was up super late editing and yeah. it was like, John's like calling Susan like, Hey, is, is he okay? Is he alive? <laughs> but that's like, I think integrating other people and that's kind of that accountability part. Right. So, mm-hmm. so when you think about, you know, I think that's probably a, a better, um, you know, useful thing is like, how, how can you stay consistent? Uh, and part of that's accountability and whether that's your self accountability, that's harder to hold yourself to, right. Yeah. Versus because right. You're always, <laughs> some people are, are their worst critic, as you say, but, but again, when you have somebody else, there's just something mentally that changes because you don't want to let somebody down. Right. Exactly. Even if it's just, you say, Hey, I'm going to call this and I'm going to call my buddy and say, I want you to call me next Friday and ask me, did you complete, you know, five, <laughs> this, these four whatever, tasks. these tasks. And like, I want you to do that every week. I know we talked about this. We were talking about it on a coaching call. And then John, you said you had done that in your past, yep. like had a buddy and was just like somebody who had nothing to do with the process. Yep. But you know, you, it wasn't like you asked him to call and check on emails. You know, it was like something no. bigger, right? How so did like, that go? So like what we created was a consistent opportunity for accountability. And, you know, in I always relate back to what I know best. And, and that was my experience in sports. Right. And it's kind of like uh, you want to create um, habits that are become second nature to you. Um, and in order to do so for me and being efficient, I'm best in a team environment. So because I was doing almost everything 100 percent by myself, I needed to create that team environment. And even though I didn't have an employee or anybody else there, I needed a consistent way to be able to report what's happening to an individual in whom would hold me accountable to doing so. So for about a year, I had a call once every two weeks with a buddy of mine on Fridays at 3 p.m. where he was driving home from work and we would do follow ups on, you know, my uh, I guess my input and output for the business as I was doing custom furniture. We would talk about, you know, uh, numbers and goals and such and just having that phone call put in the back of my head, like, okay, not only do I have enough, you know, business coming in, in order to report to him, but have I taken the time to generate the reports, right? Have I taken the time to uh, look at the numbers and to look at the important details that you just put on the back burner for a lot of things? Um, and, and the reason I got into those habits was because I created an opportunity to be consistent with it. And even and that was like kind of what the buddy system was. And and then you and I actually, as uh, you know, before the podcast existed, fell into that habit where we would just hop on a Skype. And typically it was Fridays because neither one of us was doing anything and just like bounce back and forth on how our content was doing or what was working and what wasn't. But having that consistent conversation became important. So like my what I pulled from it was that when I started hiring and bringing individuals in, consistency became vital and like Sam and I still struggle to stay consistent with some processes. But the one thing we, I try to always do is, is that nine thirty scheduling meeting on Mondays. I've yeah. talked about it so much on this show and even something as small as that consistent moment. What you do is you take the stressors of scheduling your week every single day in your brain, right? Like wake up. Okay. I got this at eight. I got this at 11. I got this at 1130. I gotta be here at 12. I gotta get in the shop at this one you handle that on one day, you know it's going to be handled on that one day because you're consistent with it. Right. And then in that, it takes that mental burden off of you. And, and it sets I, the tone. Well, It sets the tone that, for the week. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like you, and it's a consistent feeling week to week to week to week. Right. And so you can expect it. And when then, so when you become consistent with it and you come to expect it, 
you also come to expect the output from it too, right? And that you know, like, all right, Fridays are the, you know, when I was doing customer work, Fridays were delivery and installation days. If I wasn't doing that, I was picking up an extra day in the office and that was it. I was consistent with it and boom, like I knew right. 100% that was going to happen on that day and I didn't have to worry about scheduling anything else on those days. Right. And, and it you was can such, turn it in, right? You can turn that into, it's, it's like freeing, right? Yeah. I'm sure. Like, I just like to stop you mid-sentence sometimes and finish your yes. sentences. Well, no, that's exactly what it is. It is <laughs> like freeing. But you can do it. So then you a know. Huge release. Like, so then, especially as you're, as you're, you know, we talk about consistent. It goes back to planning. We've talked about planning in the past as well. But you can, um, you can chunk it, right? So being consistent, like, you, like I love that part of I want to hit on that you just said was, um, like, Fridays were my delivery days. Like, that's, like, you don't have to plan like if you if you work enough or maybe it's every other Friday, mm-hmm. like if you know, if you're a side hustler, uh, maybe it's the last Friday of every month, whatever it is, is that like if you have this time uh, or whole day where, you know, like this is what I'm going to be doing today. Now, let me see how much I can fill into it so that then when somebody calls you uh, and I want to get that way, that's something that I've not done, but I want to get for like phone calls. Yeah. And be like, I can't remember. I think it was Jory. Jory. Yeah. Jory. Like we sent Jory an email and like his email response came back and it was like. Uh, I only answer emails on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, uh, you know, I'll get back to you then. And I'm like, uh, and then, you know, we talked to him and he's like, ah, yeah, I try to hold to that, but you know, sometimes it's hard. Uh, but, but just a mindset and idea like that of, of saying like, you know, like his phone calls, like we, when you start working with so you know, and even as a, as a product maker, right. Getting inquiries, um, from customers and everything that like we get the same thing, right. Except mine are, are brands that want to, mm-hmm. that want to work with me. And uh, everyone always wants to hop on a phone call. You know, I get an email and it's just like, hey, can we hop on a phone call? And yeah, I'm like, like, you're not doing anything. I'm like, no, we can't. Like, and I used to be, always be like, yeah, absolutely. Oh. And then I'd have, you know, <laughs> two calls on Tuesday and one on Thursday and and two on Wednesday. And, you know, they're all just seemingly small calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same, co- again, like I think this is very well for a, for a, a product maker uh, that if somebody calls and you're like, oh, like this is a lead. Like you want, like, you're like, I got to do this. Like, yeah, for sure. And And you kind of put the customer first and, yeah, absolutely. When do you want to do it? And like putting it back to them versus saying, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, I've, I've got an open slot and we actually use it for the podcast. And I'm just like, this is just now clicking in my brain, um, like of like having, you know, them set up a Calendly yeah. and then being being able to hold it accountable so that you set up blocks. And you can say, yeah, Thursday mornings and, you know, Thursday morning between eight and 10, I'm going to do all my calls and each one of them is a 30 minute block. And then, you know, that also what it does is if you schedule them back to back, I used to do that all the time in, in corporate. It's like I'd schedule meetings back to back because then I knew like, OK, this one won't run over. Yeah. Right. So it's like, hey, this other one comes. I'll be like, hey, I've got another call coming. So it's like you you have the immediate escape and maybe you schedule them every 15 minutes. Right. If it's a if it's a call for a, with a customer, um, you don't necessarily want to be talking on the phone with them for 30 minutes. Right. You can get what you need in 15 minutes. And that what that's going to do is help you force the conversation faster if you know like oh man i've got all these calls um and and i love that idea I'm not, and i what i've been doing now is i'm i've gotten more towards that but um i've also started just being like i don't right off the bat be like oh yeah like you want to seven Ch- minutes from now chinese <laughs> amazon uh you know lighting company yeah let's get on the phone like i vet them first as well and it's like uh doing that and then uh, they'll say hey can we jump on a, a call and I'll say, why don't you send me a one sheet? Like, what are you looking for? Yeah. Right. And try to like get some out of the way because they'll be like, oh, well, we're looking for um, a male uh, who is 18 to 25, um, you know, 
six foot nine. I'm like, no, this is not me. Like, you definitely they, didn't vet me. Exactly, because they don't. That's no, the thing is that a lot of people don't vet you, right? They just want to get on the call because that's their job. Their job is to call as many people mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in some of these, you know, obviously we're not talking about uh, product people anymore, but you might be if it's a commercial, right? If it's just like yeah. they, they say, hey, there's somebody uh, who's looking to get some some work done for the commercial and they for a commercial product and they say, hey, go call eight people and get estimates. Yeah. Like they, they might not be vetting you. No. And so if they're calling you just because your name says woodwork, but they're looking for you know, something that you don't even make. They're yeah. looking for built-ins and all you do is make, you know, guitars, like <laughs> but your name's like woodwork or something that, uh, you know, that that's a good way to do it is, is to try to push back uh, and then also try to be more consistent about like when you take phone calls yeah. and when you do certain tasks and try to group those in the front of the morning because once those hit like in the middle of the day, it just breaks everything You're up. So it, kills that, it kills that, uh, the flow and the consistency and then you get behind the eight ball. Yeah, and and... What you uh, so the takeaway from that is, you know, that if you're going to be uh, looking to become more consistent in your workflow, you have to uh, you have to evaluate where you're, where you're putting your time and, and how you're allocating time to certain tasks. Um, one of the biggest pieces of advice I got from Sean Van Dyke in my block scheduling concept um, was exactly that is that like, no, do not take estimates or phone calls in times that are convenient to the client if it's going to interrupt your workflow, right? Like efficiency in workflow, especially when you're making something, is is 100% where you don't want distraction, right? Right. Like if you're in it in the moment and you're making something and you're you're crushing a process, last thing you want is a phone call coming in from a potential sponsor you're going to be with in two and a half months from now uh, on some little minute detail they need for your contract, right? right? And I'm like... That stuff happens all the time. And whether you're in you know product or you're, you're in content creation, clients are always calling and asking for updates. But like, it, and it's very difficult to look at those relationships and not just drop everything for those individuals. But if you want to actually become someone who doesn't have to deal with the stresses and anxiety of putting out fires all day long, you need to create consistency in your schedule. Yeah. And that's with like... And the expectation of that, right? Yes. And that's how you can manage it with a yep. client... Uh, you know, be like, and it's not only for, don't, don't call me. You can yeah. call me, but I'm not going to answer. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, it's and, not and, the in a nice way. It's not always the external expectation as well as the internal expectation, right? Oh, like, that's when it mainly is because you feel bad. Oh, yeah. You, all, you feel like you're beholden to them and you want to, um, you know, you don't want to let them down. No. But like the, the fact of the matter is that, you know, and maybe it's a text. The fact of the matter is that, yeah. well, they had just, you know, had to some time in the restroom so they just hit you with a quick text yeah, and like yeah, they don't they were need it they're molding while they were right and they're like oh toilet. and it's something just hit them and they're yeah <laughs> they did that because that was a convenient time for them yeah so you know you should also but, respond to the convenient but time something to you. i think is like underestimated is that when you look at the mental burden of just answering to all of the input you're getting on a daily yeah. basis you're never like truly focused or clear Unless you can set that consistent expectation for your own brain. So for me, it's like, I'm not going to handle office stuff in my head while I'm in the shop. Like, I want to be focused completely on what's going on. So another thing that I like to schedule consistently is design time into Mm -hmm. my schedule. Because it's very easy for us to fall in the habit of, like, hop on a computer, look at one of the sketches you've been working on, dive into some detail on it, right? Do a little research. Two and a half hours later, you've changed the angle two degrees on a yeah. table leg and you're like well, how did i go down that new, rabbit hole and you've got a whole new pinterest board on right uh, <laughs> industrial furniture and, and you're and you're and all you wanted to do was check your last sketch 
while you were in the shop in the middle of a build. So like scheduling those things, becoming consistent in that workflow is vitally important as well, uh, especially for someone like me who takes like who's constantly like churning on concepts and ideas where I've become a lot better and efficient. And this and this goes into the next step of plugging people into your consistency is that if I'm able to singularly focus on the task at hand while I'm in the task, I am much faster at it and I'm more efficient because it's all I care about. So like eliminating input while I'm designing, for instance, like put my phone on silent. I'm not going on Instagram for 26 minutes at a time, like bulk, like some sort of time slot, but be consistent with it. Like every time you're designing, don't look at your phone for a certain time period that you feel like you can go through. And And there's some, there's some science behind that. Yeah. What's that called? The, I want to say like, it was going to say like the Komodo dragon. (laughs) It's something like that. We'll call it the Komodo dragon. The Komodo dragon. Totally on major Uh, Yeah, I've I've got, uh, it's the brain focus app. Yeah. Uh, But whatever it is, yeah, there's, there's a, um, but none of that stuff process. works unless you're consistent with it, right? Wait, wait, is, what is it? Is it 20? Is it 26 minutes? It's or, like 21 or, or 26 or something 26. like that. It's there's 28 so, somewhere in there that uh, that, you know, if you can stay focused for that amount and like don't do anything else and then you like take a five minute break, then you do it and that and then you can like stack wins. Right. And that's uh, one but thing you do it that, for a day. You feel great. Right. Oh, yeah. Being consistent well, like with we, it even, is where you're like, wow. Right. My it, whole life's different. I know. What, what, like for me, I do it more task oriented. So for me, it's editing. Yeah. And whenever I'm editing, um, like when I edit in, in when I edit videos, um, you know, I might be editing a 12 minute video that that's going to take several hours. Um, you know, that might take five, five hours or something like that. No less than 36. Yeah. No less. But <laughs> when I, when I do that, what I always tend to do, and it takes, usually it takes a lot longer and I do it over multiple days. I'm really bad about that, but it's because I'll, I'll edit something then you'll like get to a breaking point. Like, Oh, I just finished milling. Mm. And I kind of just like mentally, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. And then I'm like, grab my phone or I look at email or I do. And then it's like, I always do that. And, uh, and it was, uh, one of my old pastors called it. I, I really loved it. Uh, how he said, he's called it the digital itch. He was like, <laughs> you know, you just like, it's like, you got it. Like, it's just this itch. Like oh, you, you've so got to grab your phone. Yeah. And I find myself, I mean, like, you know, that's one of the biggest things to overcome. Like if you can control, your relationship with your mobile device. Yeah. I mean, that is like the key to consistency because, uh, you know, for most of us, we're probably, I'll speak for myself. I don't know, the thing I'd probably do most consistently is pull my phone out of yeah. my pocket. Oh, it's the most consistent and, stimulation we have in our right, day, right? And, and that's what it is. I mean, you know, there's study behind it and it's, you know, releasing endorphins and whatever. Like whenever you, you know, look at that phone and you see something and every time that you have, like you said earlier, you know, some type of input, it's just like, you, your brain has this need or you've conditioned your brain to have a need for the stimulus of the, the like count or the comments or the emails or updated stock prices or whatever your thing is that you look at getting rid of notifications. Yeah. The, like the red, the latest Reddit uh. posts, you know, it's like whatever it is that you've uh, been conditioned to. That's just like, if you can like break that and stay in that zone and be in like consistently edit for, 26 minutes or, or I think it's actually at least 25 because my, you can set it up different things but mine's because I do it in half hour blocks so 25 on five off yeah 25 on yeah. five off uh and you can adjust that as needed and I think after the fourth one it's like a 20 minute break or something like that so um it's pretty cool like the, the app that I've got for Android is called brain focus but that helps um in staying in a task and being consistent when you're in a task I've really enjoyed um using that I don't use it all the time 
But uh, when I do use it, because like, because then it like it has an open, it's open on the app on your phone, and so like every time I go to like I'm like we'll go to like reach or do something else, like I look and you see this like timer counting down, and I'm like, oh, I can make it. So you know, ten more minutes. Yep. Or, <laughs> only twenty three more minutes. Well, I think the game, the <laughs> game I just started. <laughs> <laughs> the game changer in an app like that is being consistent with using the app, right? And yeah. like when I was editing my own stuff, um, we were talking about this and I started implementing that strategy of I think I was doing like 24, 26 minutes of editing, four minutes of whatever the hell else I wanted to yeah. do. Pomodoro. And Pomodoro. That's it, right? It sounds like a delicious bread. It is, or a but, hairstyle. Sounds yeah. like Mike, Mike Montgomery's hair. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, um, I think so like I think the whole concept of this conversation goes back to that. Just looking at external output and considering consistency as what's on the surface there isn't the whole picture, right? It's not the whole story. Um, and, and what you need to look at is how deeply ingrained are you trying to incorporate consistent uh, habits into your life, into your business, into your workflow in order to get that consistent result. Um, and that's that's kind of like what the, the important takeaway is here and in when brad and i talk about this you know in confidence or with other individuals in person it's always where the conversation goes it's like okay well you want to be consistently posting once a week like what's your edit schedule look like well i just get it done as i can get it done and it's like you don't just take a day like you want to post every friday but you're not editing on wednesday or thursday what are you editing friday morning like or <laughs> is there consistency in your schedule and then you start breaking things backwards and, and that's anything in business and you know as you guys know i'm like big on the systems and processes right now. But the way you look at it, if you want to be consistent is you got to have consistent systems. You got to have consistent process. You got to have consistent moments in your week, in your day, in your life that help you get to that consistent outcome or that consistent output. You have to control your inputs to control your Exactly. And and whether that's using an app um, or something that tells you how much time you've been on a task or, or whether it's having an accountability buddy uh, or, or, or having your wife, you know, make sure that you're on task. You know, yeah. the, all of those things help with the consistent output and like getting towards that consistent output. Um, and that's kind of what we wanted to vibe on on this episode was like, you know, we've got a ton of opportunity to not do things as well as a ton of opportunity to do things. And when we were looking at recording, we're like, wait, our system's great. We know we right. can get this done. John's driving in. Bring the mic. Like we can do we'll, it, we'll but crank on I th- it. It's I not going to be that mental burden we expected right. because we know our processes and we're consistent with them. But I think it's important to note to call out that today's Thursday. It is. And we could have recorded on Tuesday. We could have. Right. So, uh, you know, I think one of the things about consistency is also knowing when to be able to be flexible. So John and I are always on, you know, every Tuesday morning, but we knew we were going to be together here. Yep. We knew we'd have an opportunity and uh, I had a video I had to get out before I left because it's going to uh, I'm, I'm going to be launching it the day I get back. And so if I have any edits or whatever, or like I had to have yeah. it out. And so it was like if we if we stayed consistent with our Tuesday schedule, I wouldn't be able to hit this thing because, you know, so whatever. Like I probably mismanaged that. Right. Obviously, I should have pulled that in. But, you know, things happen and that's where we're at. And so we said, yeah, well, let's let's change. Let's change what we normally do. So, like, I think that's a really important key is that consistency is super important, but you also have to be flexible because stuff's going to come up. You know, your your kid's going to uh, have a, a dance recital or something that you didn't plan on or, you know, mm-hmm. there's something that that somebody's going to get sick. Like you're going to get sick. There's things that are going to happen. And the important thing that I see a lot of people do and that I've done personally as well is like when you break that habit, 
Yeah. It's like you can fall out of it really easily Very because easily. people, the thing that people love to do is be like, oh, I like, man, I did. I was posting once a day for so long and then I broke it. And that's like, you know, you're like, oh, and you kind of get down on yourself. But it's like, you know, no big deal. Just like jump back on the wagon. Well, like you miss one day to, to follow the path of least resistance. Right. Right. And so and since you didn't easy. post that day, you're like, well, I didn't post that day. And my follower account didn't really go down. And so I didn't what die. if I. Right. And and you're not going to die. But <laughs> but it's like, you know, it is two sides. Right. It's 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 funny. It's like it's OK if you fall off the wagon every now and then for, uh, you know, reasons that are out of your control or just if you need a break. But uh, on the flip side of it, you know, you, you can't get comfortable there. Like, yeah, you've got to know that doing that got you whatever results it was getting you. And if all of a sudden you go, oh, well, I, it looks like I can skip every other day. Like, right. I, I made a conscious decision to stop posting as much on Instagram because it was affecting the other work because I've, I've just got so much uh, video work on the plate. And with, with Susan coming on, we have a lot of other things that we're still working through. And that was just like one of the things that I was super consistent on for a long, 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 long time. And when I looked at it and I looked at the consistency of my schedule and what I was doing to be that consistent, I had to put in a bunch of time. Yes. Right. And so I was like, I'm losing at least a half hour every single day making Instagram content, let's say, or, you know, at least 15 to 30 minutes. And sometimes I, I would make, uh, you know, a bunch of content at once and batch it and that would be good. But again, I, I came back and I looked at it and I said, well, what's the stuff? What do I want to do? And I made a conscious decision to say, I'm going to stop being consistent here because I want to redirect that effort and time into something else that I want to be more consistent in mm -hmm. that I'm not because of the time I'm spending here. So I, I just I wanted to hit that uh, before we wrapped up, because I think that is something like you can't be consistent at everything. Right. You have yeah. to also look and be like, OK, what am I doing? And like a great example is like, how much time are you watching Netflix every night? Right. Yeah. I mean, as a side hustler out there, if you have a day job. Um, like this is so important uh, because your time is so limited. So if you are only available to do your side hustle between eight and midnight, like you have to be and a lot of the, the folks who are doing the side hustle. They do get that way. The people who are actually in it doing it because they know and like you get so focused. The people that we hear um, that are like, oh, man, I just I wish I had the time. It's like those are the people who I think they get caught up and it's like, well, how many Game of Thrones you watch? You know, like, what, how, how, what, what, what's your high score in Fortnite? Like, right. you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, yeah, but. Uh, KD right now is seven. Right. So having, yeah, you, you can always tell, uh, you know, when that, that becomes uh, an excuse that I don't have the time. It's like, well, if you're consistent, that you're going to put in the time and you're going to know, like, okay, after, you know, if you're single or if you've got kids or whatever, like after I've done all the things I need to do with all the people in my life before I dedicate time to the side hustle. Like then when I get in that side hustle mode, whether it's 6 p.m. or 9 p.m. And whenever I stop, whether that's you know 9 p.m. or midnight or 1 or 2 a.m., that like you're you're pushing that because as a side hustler, like you've got to be consistent because there's just no other time. I mean, you only have that limited yeah. uh, window. I think the bigger picture there, too, is that you need to be able to recognize where there is uh, an abundance of consistency in your schedule and where there's a lack. And that if you're going to be limited with time that you need to either create other consistent parts of your schedule. And that could be anything from a consistent weekly meeting with yourself or a lot of time for editing, a lot of time for shooting, a lot of time for building, whatever those consistent parts are and move those, you know, kind of puzzle pieces around as you try to get 
better and more consistent with what you're looking for on the external or on that output side. Um, so yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, cause, cause if, you know, if Brad and I didn't have a consistent process for Tuesday, it wouldn't have given us an opportunity to pivot to a Thursday, like when we're recording right now. Right. Um, and if we were just trying to pick up and record anytime we could, it would become way more of a mental stress and burden on us. And we would definitely be putting out poor quality content for you guys. Um, and I think that that goes across the board on almost any type of business, uh, system or process that you have is that if you're not consistent in your like habits, that if you start to create consistencies, man, I'm saying consistent. At time. It's like the, <laughs> you're so consistently it's like the, saying consistent. It's like the title of the episode. <laughs> but with that, you know, you can give put yourself in a position to pivot, move things around, um, fit the you know important aspects of work life balance into your schedule without losing those parts that you know uh, are massively valuable to your 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 business goals um, that you have to be consistent in. Uh, and, you know, just just because your kid got sick or because a soccer game got pushed, uh, if your process is consistent and you know that you can block out, you know, 25 minutes on this other day because that system in that 25 minutes is something you've hammered down and it, right. you've nailed it. You can move that around and still be good and you then boom, pop it right back into yeah. where it was. That and, con- consistency and where it gives is. you flexibility because, you know, like, hey, I'm doing this yeah. and like I can move it. And I have these blocks. So like, like you said, the, you know, the Friday deliveries, like if I know I've got this time set out and that I can take away time from that if I don't need to deliver quite as far or quite as many pieces yep. or whatever that is. And so knowing that you have that time slot on Friday, yep. you can be like, oh, man, yeah, this got pushed. And so now I need to I need to carve out an hour later in the week. Boom. You know, I'm going to go like Nailed in it. whenever I get back from delivering or this delivery short or whatever that you can do it right now. So. Um, yeah, I, I think execution is another thing that like we underestimate consistency. It's it's very easy to sit down and draw things out on paper, yeah, and then not do them, yeah, and then say, and it's also very easy to go, well, I can block an hour out and get that done. Meanwhile, you don't know because you're not consistent in whatever you're supposed to be doing in that hour, so you have no actual concept of how long that process no. takes and, you, <laughs> and you just say to yourself that yeah, I'll move it to well, Saturday it ties morning. In, it ties in like it's really funny. Like we have these conversations, and and just thinking back over our episodes, um, time management, planning, yeah, like it all it all rolls together, and I think the consistency is is part of the glue that holds it together. Yeah, because those plans. All those things, if you put it in place and the time management don't mean anything, if you can't keep on top of them and, and continue to execute yeah. and continue to do them, I, I think that's a great, <laughs> it's a great call out. Um, so if you haven't done it already, you know, go back and, and look at your schedule and see how consistent is your schedule, how consistent is your blocking, all those things. And, uh, you know, where you can, where you can make some changes and also you know, celebrate the wins, like see how consistent you are yeah. with the other things and be like, yes, like this is this is really working. I'm going to continue to do this. And, you know, this emails in the morning from nine to nine 30 is like perfect for me. Uh, or man, this stinks. Like I'm going to do it now, you know, Friday at between four and five. And that's how I decompress, which sounds like a horrible way to decompress. But <laughs> yeah, maybe it works for somebody. And, you know, and, and, um, as we wrap up, you know, we'd love to hear where your consistent wins are coming from. We'd love to hear how you incorporate, consistency into your schedule or how you perceive it even um because like we said during the course of you know the last 30 minutes or so is that a lot of people only look at being consistent as that external output aspect and we want to make sure that we painted a nice clear picture in that that's not the case 
um, for for the concept of being consistent. Um, so let us know, you know, jump on, jump in the Facebook group over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash made for profit tribe. Um, give us an example of, you know, when, where consistency wins for you or how you look at consistency and how it's been benefiting your life and your business. Absolutely. And if you haven't, and you think that you're really enjoying the, the podcast, we would love to have a review over on iTunes. iTunes is, they've been changing some things recently and, um, and the reviews are a little bit more important these days. So we would love to get a five-star review if uh, you think we deserve it. Uh, if you don't think we would deserve it, then just forget I ever said that. And, and you know, don't leave us a one-star because <laughs> that would stink. Yes. Um, but, yes, thank you so much, guys. And uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.